Amplified. Welcome everybody to the Amner Martinez podcast. My name is Amner Martinez and this is my co-host Kenji Nakata. Uh, all of his contact information is going to be on the website. On the website. Yeah. Address, social security. Everything. everything. All right. You don't like me saying your full name and everything. Uh, you don't know it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this time we're back with a new episode and I spoke with one of my, what I consider mentors, uh, my previous employer, um, Bill Rain. Which in, in at the beginning I was like, is is it because we're in the same industry? He also has he also has a staffing and recruiting firm, but we have a good friendship and connection that I thought, uh, you know, why not? Why not have him come and chop it up? Right. And you funny, met him, funny guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Walked in here and just said, uh, through infinity uh, <laughs> to, or to infinity. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. And beyond. <laughs> yeah, Bill Rain's an amazing guy. He's been in the industry for um, 20 plus years, 25, maybe close to 30 years. And uh, But not only that, he's like a great human being. Right. He's doing, he's been doing amazing stuff. Uh, and even the approach, uh, like to the business, I've, I'm using a lot of like his approach to it, which is just being a really nice person, be positive and be good to people. And like things eventually kind of flourish for you. Right. Um, and he'll, he, he talks about, you know, all the good deeds that he's been doing. Um, but lately his latest one is the job rides. So basically, he's oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the job rides yeah yeah. So he's gone to Africa and build uh, homes for orphanages, like legit orphanages. So, mm-hmm. um, you met him. What do you think? What did you think? Yeah, I thought he was a very funny guy and very thoughtful too. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, uh, I guess it's not such a strange combination, but yeah. it's. It's a uh, in an effortless like, way, right? Right, very effortless. Yeah, very genuine. Uh, Do you think like funny people are genuinely good people, or? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Why? Otherwise, it wouldn't be funny. You know, if it was, if if it, if it didn't come from a place of like love and and just goodwill, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be funny. It'd be more like, okay, you're an asshole, right? Because funny people can be mistaken, right? Right. By right. But for an asshole, right. You're funny. You're, are we, you're are a very we funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I thought you're, we were like I think you're a, an asshole mistaken for a there. funny guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're a funny yeah, guy yeah, that gets mistaken for an right, asshole. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. But I'm just deep down I'm just funny. <laughs> but you, but you're also an <laughs> But you're also an asshole. Uh, I'm a sweetie. I am a sweetie. <laughs> but no, that is true though, right? So like right. comedy comedians Funny people can be uh, misinterpreted for being right. assholes, right? But that's true. If the origin, the genesis of your intentions is to make somebody laugh, it's funny. It's funny, right? It's not like uh, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, you can. It, it, it's one of those things that nowadays it's just kind of lost. Yeah, you know, people tend to always. Um, 
want, want the perception of bad mm-hmm. instead of that's where cancel funny. culture's uh, originating right, right. Like the the misinterpretation of somebody trying to say something and then oh you said that you're done canceled yeah yeah so but you're still an asshole you're an asshole you're a funny well. asshole you're you're asshole funny <laughs> 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 all right well bill rain's a super funny guy very nice good human being um he was a great boss to me and he continues to be a great friend and he'll tell us about job rides which is like really another thing that he's doing another project that he's uh taking on that um you know i think is going to revolutionize a little bit at least in des moines of, right. of how we view how yeah, i never heard of this stuff but yeah yeah employers need to think in in different ways and people like him um you know there's innovative there's ideas that they look like um you know they look like oh yeah that makes sense you know or mm-hmm. that oh right there's more to it uh so he brings uh, solutions it's to just, yeah it's just another idea to combat the current workforce right uh, crisis right with the good intention right though, right you know, with right. like a good right uh purpose how people get to work yeah 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 so here's bill rain with rain recruiting and job rides and relay iowa and all these stuff that he that he uh, does We'll talk about them there. So hopefully enjoy this conversation. Share it, comment, suggest ideas, and uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. All right. So there's no real, like, I don't have that. I never ask, I never have questions written down. We'll just flow. Oh, God. Good. And I can cuss, right? Yeah, you can cuss. You can whatever. I don't don't have to be careful or anything like that. I mean, and if somebody were to get sued, it it would probably be you and not probably, me. Probably, but you yeah. know, we do have a disclaimer that says, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't anything this jackass <laughs> says in the next hour. I've, I, yeah. I am not responsible for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, How do you say jackass in Spanish? ¿Cómo se dice? Mamon. 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 <laughs> anything this mamon <laughs> says. And the next hour, I am not responsible for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you for joining me. Oh, um, I love it. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, it, it, you know, to in any, in any other, you know, world, this would be an awkward situation meeting your oh, former yeah. employer, right? But I, I, I was really looking forward to see you uh, mm-hmm. I, last I, time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome to yeah, see you, yeah. man. I it, am so... I mean, in all seriousness, I am so proud of what you've accomplished here. I mean, really, you. you, you know, after after we parted ways, um, it's 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 hard to to kind of build something from uh-huh. scratch. I mean, yeah. I know that now. You know that, yeah. and I know that this has always been a dream of yours. Yeah, and to be able to kind of build something and just you know every day without really knowing what one day is going to be to the next yeah i i respect the heck out of that and i am proud of you and i'm proud of everything that you've done here that i know of i mean i don't know everything but uh, you know from what i've seen from a distance and um you are doing so much for the different communities within des moines Mm -hmm. and uh every time i 
I look, it seems like a, 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 another community, you know, has, um, you've, you've kind of uh, gotten into a community and helped those, those folks try to yeah. find jobs and, and, uh, well, I mean, yeah. that's kind of, um, I, you know, so my style or whatever approach I've been taking, uh, to starting this business, you know, I've nicked and picked from a lot of the people that I've worked for. So a lot of the things that I do and how I approach, you know, the business and how I approach like the culture of the business and employees. A lot of it is because, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you know, I learned it from you and I took it from you. So yeah, no, that's the I end of the show. That. Like, <laughs> wow, we just, <laughs> just, we just stroke each other's <laughs> ego and, and that's it. Who else wants to listen to what we've got going? Huh? Who, who else is? A, oh, this is great. You're so awesome. <laughs> yeah. You're no, so, no. You're you awesome. are. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, but we, in the staffing yeah. world, in the, I mean, you're in the uh-huh. recruiting staffing. Uh, yeah. Now you've ventured more in the nonprofit with the Joe Wright, and we'll talk about a that. A little but, bit. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, common, common practice, I guess, would be like, don't talk to the competition and, you know, mm-hmm. don't, I don't feel like that's obviously we're sitting here. Um, yeah, right. I don't think like that's the vibe that you carry. I don't, I know that that's not the, no. the vibe that I carry. My, my approach to the business is to help people. I mm-hmm. mean, really, if I can help them, that's fantastic. If somebody else can help them, that's fantastic as well. I, I've been doing this for 29 years uh-huh. and, uh, used to be with a big, corporate recruiting firm and won awards with that firm and it was great and all but it just felt a little hollow uh, mm-hmm. and I've always wanted to kind of take a little bit more interpersonal approach to my recruiting and, and really feel like I'm I'm kind of making a difference in somebody's life and mm-hmm. and um and so that's what we try to do with my firm you know as much as we can and I know that's what you try to do with your firm as well uh, it's never easy, you know, um, if you find somebody a job that they enjoy, you're yeah. the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. If you don't, you're kind of a piece of crap. So, you know, it's, there's not a lot of in yeah. between, but the more, the more in between people that you have that said, I, I know, I know mm-hmm. that he did the best that he could Yeah, and I found something on my own, but I really felt respected by that firm that that's a win that's a win yeah i mean that's a that's a total win and i know that that's what you're after and that's what i'm and, after and and it's kind of trendy yeah. now that you know there's a lot of uh you know influencers or you know a new wave of thinking like being kind being good approaching mm-hmm. with positivity is a good business practice a good right. thing but this is kind of a, a natural kind of thing that you've been approaching it that way right i i've i've tried to approach that way for years one of the reasons why i got more into manufacturing and warehousing and and uh in doing that sort of recruiting uh, was because I felt like I was making more of a difference in somebody's uh-huh. life. Yeah. You know, that that um, there are folks that just just need a hand up, you know, and uh, and if they work hard and and show up for work every day, they'll get compensated for it, and and that's what I that's what I hope. I do to, find right. that a little bit more mm-hmm. in that world, right? Like right. industrial manufacturing, that there's a little bit more gratefulness mm-hmm. when you uh, connect them with a the job than yeah. in the white collar world. It's almost very uh, yeah. We get a lot of cupcakes and uh, you know people bringing in yeah. food and, yes. and those sorts of things, and and uh, I enjoy the heck out of it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, uh, our team, of course, is, you know, their, their heart is in the right place for it as well. And so, 
yeah, can't go wrong, you know, and, uh, and, and, uh, I enjoy the job after 29 years. I yeah. still enjoy it. Sometimes I do get a little tired, you know, is this one of those it, jobs that like picks you, you think? I think so. I think it's that combination, you know, you and I are kind of outliers in, in the staffing world. It's, it's, it's usually, um, there's a lot of, uh, uh, women in staffing, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and in human resources. Right. Um, and a lot of times because women are excellent communicators, they can mm -hmm. see both sides of an issue and they, and they kind of can smooth a little bit more and their communication um, style really fits well into our industry and into uh -huh. this industry. And so you and I have, um, we're in touch, we, with, in touch, touch with our, our feminine women, side, with our womanhood. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so that's, uh, you know, that's something to but say. But it is true. Yeah, it I mean, true. it is. I mean, it, it yeah. really is. But, but we're, um, I just, your heart, if your heart's in the right place with this thing, um, you could be in it for a long time and you don't burn out as quick. Right, right, right. Because there are easier ways to make money. And you and I have had conversations about that. I yeah. mean, it, there are, because our reputation is at stake uh -huh. every time somebody goes out, represents you, yes. represents me or my company. And um, I've had people do wonderful things and I've had people do incredibly <laughs> stupid things. And, and uh, both times are representing my company. And yeah. so, and so the people that pay us are our, are our clients. Um, and, and, uh, uh, and those clients, you, you know, especially a first time around client, um, uh, whoever you send, um, really carries your, your mantle. Yeah, um, and, uh, and so that's, that's so important, you know, so, so we, we try to, you know, find people that, that we're proud to send and, and, and we can, we do that quite a bit, but, uh, but yeah. Every so on the, gets. so on the entrepreneur side, so you're an entrepreneur, obviously you started mm -hmm. your business and, um, I've seen and heard some, you know, I watch people talk and do speeches and stuff. And they say, I've, I've picked up that an entrepreneur is not, you're, a true entrepreneur is not only doing one thing. They're, they're always going to be doing yeah. different things. And you're kind of the epitome of that. Because when I started working with you, you have and still have uh, Rain Recruiting. But yeah. you had a Relay Iowa at that time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tell tell us a little bit about Relay Iowa. Yeah, Relay Iowa was um, a relay across the state of Iowa from Sioux City to Dubuque. Mm -hmm. I started it because I went to um, I went on a missions trip with uh, uh, three other people mm -hmm. um, to Velkom, South Africa, which is in the middle of nowhere, South Africa. Yeah, and um, but they had a a, a bad AIDS ap ap epidemic going on there. And they were pre-digging children's graves. And, oh, wow. And until you see 25 graves in a row for kids, um, you really, and in, in, the, in the graves that are filled with a child, they're just filled over, you know, mm -hmm. uh, just a mound of dirt. And there's right. a child uh -huh. in there that basically didn't stand a chance. Um, and so there's a... Uh, there's there's a um, uh, an orphanage there um, that I really um, um, uh, fell in love with. I loved uh -huh. what they were doing and uh, and loved the children there. And um, uh, and, and so uh, when I was flying back on the plane, I kind of went, 
what the hell are you doing with your life? Yeah. I mean, really, what are you doing? I mean, you could do so much more. Uh-huh. And so I came back. I, at that time, I was an Iron Man. Believe it or not, <laughs> I know I'm an Iron Man. Damn it! You have a uh, very uh, interesting uh, Iron Man story. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, so I was into athletics quite a bit and running quite a bit, uh-huh. and so um, so I, I I had a friend that uh, was with uh, some people that ran across the state, and so I knew it could be done, and and so then we just kind of started planning it out, and you know, next thing you know. It uh, cost me five grand to start the race um, uh-huh. and uh, or relay, and uh, it cost me five grand, and I made two grand for the orphans. Okay, so I could have just given them five grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, but uh, but no. And then the next year we broke even, and then the next year after that uh, we were able to give the orphanage I think five grand, and then the year after that twenty grand, and then forty grand, and next thing you know I think we've given them about. 300 350 grand wow. or something like that and and so uh so it worked out well and then we started giving money to um 501c3s along the way you know in the towns that we go to and and we'd have uh in those different towns you know somebody's doing something to help because you stop it's kind of like uh what's the bike one um, uh yeah it's, it's bur- it, like it, a rag ride but yep it's like break bride but rag ride stops and it takes a week. We uh-huh. don't stop. We just it, take uh, we we st- take off on a Friday morning, and we run until Sunday. Running uh, from continuously one end to another end of Iowa, right? Like yeah, three hundred and how many miles? Three hundred thirty nine miles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then we'll have you know teams will get sponsorships and those sorts of things, and then that money will go to uh, not for profits and. My wife, as uh-huh. you know, I mean, right. she passed away right at the end of the last day of the relay uh, from cancer. Uh-huh. And uh, and so uh, every year after that, she passed away in 2015. And and so every year after that, we'd have the relay at the same time. And so I, I'd be reminded and my kids would be reminded of my right. wife's death. And so finally in 2019, <laughs> 2020... 2020, 2000, right 2018. around there. I, um, you know, 2020. 18, I think. Yeah. 2018. yeah. Uh, I just kind of stopped um, um, being a part oh, of you it. Passed I, the, you I, passed the I baton. I gave the relay to the orphanage. Okay. And now they run it and do a really good job with it. And, um, and so it's kind of nice to see it keep going. Yeah. And if anybody's a runners out there or involved in a running team, it is a it is a wonderful event. Uh, takes place in June, um, and uh, um, and 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 we uh, they do. Uh, people have, you know, said it was life changing for right. them to do this. Yeah, so, I mean it's a f- it's a lot of days, and you run from one place. Right, you're relaying, you know, yeah. and you're up constantly, and yeah, it's a it's a big. How many teams did you have? The what are, at the you know? top, we had about fifty teams, and and um and then uh, I think we're normally coming in at about thirty to thirty-five teams, and which is a nice number. Yeah, uh, you get too many teams on the road, then you know it's 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 just a lot to manage. You can just imagine, you know, what it takes to uh, to for a marathon you know uh, 26 miles and you have that for a day and things you know, stop <laughs> and all that well imagine all the logistics have to be doing 10 marathons oh more than 10 marathons 
17 marathons or whatever that number is, wow. you know, over three days, it's, uh, it's, you even have satellites to keep uh, track yeah, of people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's fun. And sometimes you lose somebody and we've had a couple of people go the wrong direction, which, uh, is fascinating, but, uh, but it happens, you know, and, uh, and, uh, that is very discouraging when you do find the person and you're like, where are they going? They're like five miles <laughs> off the track. <laughs> hey, by the way, you just ran five. Five miles. You five didn't extra need to. miles. Oh no! <laughs> so anyway, so I did that, and then I was kind of searching for something else to give back. I've always yeah. wanted to, you know, uh, I don't know what it is—guilt or something. I've I've always looked for things to do to give back to community. Yeah, because you could be like, okay, I did that for ten plus years, right? You right. did that relay Iowa right. for yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, helping, you could have just been like, okay, I'm good. Helping kids with AIDS is is um, you would think would be enough, you know. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. If you're standing at the Golden Gates, perhaps <laughs> the gate may open. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but um, uh, but no, I I have um, always been fascinated by, and you've been fascinated by as well. Uh, you know, this, this ability for people to get to work or the inability to get to work, uh-huh. you know, if you're, if you're poor, um, and you have one car and that car is a piece of junk and, um, and, uh, you, you got to get to work every day and it's got ball tires and the whole nine yards. We've seen it where, you know, they'll, they'll be fine for three or four days and their car breaks down. Well, the car breaks down then they get fired and now yeah. it starts over again. And, and so, so I really wanted to do something about that. So I, I decided to start a, uh, another 501c3, another charitable deal where I give rides to, to people. Um, right now we're giving rides to the homeless, um, uh-huh. to work, um, along with people that are incarcerated, you know, out at the fort uh-huh. that are coming out of incarceration. Yeah. They need to, uh, you know, get a, get, uh, get a ride somewhere. And, and, um, and so companies pay us to give rides to the people, yeah. you know, so rain recruiting, you know, will, will pay $50 a week per rider to, um, uh, um, job rides, which uh-huh. is the name of my, um, uh, 501c3. And then that, that pays for the gas and those right. sorts of things. And the drivers. And the drivers. And the reason why it's a 501c3 and not for profit is, A, there's no money in it, and B. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did the numbers. Yes, we did the numbers. Yes, like, I don't yes. know. Yes, you got to do Somebody it. Somebody has to pay for it. Somebody's got to pay for that gas. And yeah. so, and then being a not-for-profit, you can apply for grants. Right. And you can, you can get donations and those sorts of things and because and, you need another form of income to make it happen because if you just make it for profit, well, all you're doing is inventing another Uber. Right. I mean, the right, people right, right. that, the people that can afford it, um, uh, uh, may use it, may not uh-huh. use it, but the people that, you know, it's intended to, to go to won't be able to afford it. Right. And so, so we're, you know, you got to kind of balance that out a little bit. And so it makes it interesting. You know, I'm, um, I'm used to losing money on my not-for-profits for a while, and then hopefully uh, they'll start gaining money and, and stuff. And so, uh, but I'm in it for the long run, and and kind of see if we can 
um, we can make it kind of a blueprint um, uh-huh. for other cities. Um, I think one of the things that I th- I think a lot of people maybe lose touch of that or or they're just out of touch, period, that even though, you know, you think, okay, it's a ride, you, you can't get a ride to work, you know. The, right. But uh, I know you've seen it and I know I've seen it where, uh, you know, a company will give somebody a 30-cent pay raise mm-hmm. and the face of that person lights up you know right. so like that makes a big difference right to somebody else that's listening to this <clears throat> they're probably like 30 cents right 25 cents mm-hmm. um or 50 cents mm-hmm. um so being able to get a ride yeah. to work it's a yeah. huge deal it's a huge, huge deal. deal i mean what what we have here and this is no criticism of dart but but my my experience now after doing this for five months or so and kind of playing around with it is that we can get people down to the hub uh-huh. um, that's not that's not the big problem the big problem is getting people out from the hub downtown to where their job is actually at yeah and we can get them you know we uh, you know dart whatever um the 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 system can get them within a mile usually mm-hmm. and then they got to walk yeah you know and, and then they're gonna be late yeah and then they're gonna be late um and and you know i always tell folks that are like well i don't know if you gotta walk to work you gotta walk to work you know and i'm like well that's great when it's beautiful and sunny like yeah but you want to walk to work when it's 10 below you want to walk to work when it's snowing when it's raining when you know and uh you want to walk to work when it's dark you know you you just there's there's all kinds of things that people that don't experience it yes you know will just assume well that's not that far yeah of course they can do it and you're kind of like uh no. no and you wouldn't do it either right you know and so and there's a lot of people that are, you know, they'll have, not, I mean, they'll have bad things to say about folks that are homeless. Well, they just don't want to work or they just, you know, it's just the way it is or whatever. And my experience has been that, yeah, you can find folks that don't want to work. You, if you're looking for that, you can find it. Um, but my experience has been that um, about half the people we sign up um, um, will make it for the full week of a job. And then out of that half, um, um, about 80%, 90% are still working for us. I mean, uh-huh. it, it yeah. has been a, it has been a huge success. And then as a matter of fact, one of our riders who started live living under a tree, I mean, he was li- literally living under a tree really? six months ago. Yeah. And, uh, we've been picking him up down at sis for a while and he just got a full-time job and a promotion he's uh that's why he's a supervisor making you know 21 22 bucks an hour and life-changing he, he's still homeless i mean yeah. and and uh um uh because he needs to save his pennies to uh-huh. get you know an apartment because there's no credit there's no anything yeah. we just kind of take for granted he's got to literally start at the bottom wrong uh-huh, of, uh-huh. of the economy and and so we're you know we're doing what we can and and um i mean I'm, I'm ima- sorry to interrupt you but yeah, i'm imagining something like like somebody we see somebody that's walking and you see a bracelet on their ankle 
Right. And you think, oh, that shouldn't be that heavy, but they don't see that, like, off the sidewalk, there's a huge chain that's right. just holding them, right? Like, items, like, just right. one thing after another that is just a chain reaction of how this person is struggling this much. Right. Um, yeah, on average, um, for a person that's that's making below, you know, 15, 16 bucks an hour, um something like 20 or 22% of their, their income goes just for transportation. You know, that's, that's not, that, that's not food. That's not housing. That's the, you know, that's a huge percentage, nearly a quarter of everything they make goes to a transportation cost. And when you're only making 15 bucks an hour, 14 bucks an hour, now you're talking about just dollars, a few dollars yeah. you have left over. And if you're trying to feed a family, you just don't have any money. I mean, yeah. we literally have people in the vans who are hungry. I mean, uh -huh. they're hungry. Yeah. Um, and so, so it, it's a feel good thing to do. Um, uh, we, um, uh, we hear some creative language, uh, not out of anger in the van, uh, but I've, uh, I have to, I have to remind myself that is, uh, this is not a Christian charity here. It's, uh, it is, uh, it, it is, it is what it is. So, yeah. so anyway, but, but, um, so you say you have, you started with one and then you've now we have five vans. And we have capacity to run about 100 people through the vans. Um, what we're trying to do is find another client. Um, we think one more client uh, will get us to 100 people. Um, and um, in the, you know, kind of an eight to five kind uh -huh. of client. Okay. And then the other, then the next problem I'm trying to tackle is the nighttime driving. Yeah. We, we, we drive from, you know, six in the morning until um, 7, 30, 8 o'clock at night. Okay. Right. But um, because so many clients work 12-hour shifts. Yeah. But then we've gotten calls from huge companies um, like in and around town. they got the graveyard shift. And they've got the graveyard shift. That's the shift that they've got. Yeah. Well, I only have five vans. I only have a certain number of drivers. Uh -huh. And quite frankly, driving at night comes with its own set of yeah. problems. And so so figuring that part out, I gotta I gotta walk before we can run. And, yeah. and so I, I wanna shore up the daytime stuff and then after that we'll How long did it take you go to go from one van to five? Um, I did it too fast. It, 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 uh, yeah, <laughs> did it. yeah, it should have been much slower. My, it, my office manager's like, you're buying another van, uh -huh. but they're so hard to get. I had to yeah. go one, I had to get in Dubuque. Another one, I had to get in Waterloo during a snowstorm. Um, that one I got because we were supposed to get 16, um, um, Afghan refugees and then, um, a big company took them from us and uh -huh. I'm like, what the heck? I bought a van for this. For <laughs> I bought a sakes. van. <laughs> I spent $25,000 yeah. so that I could haul these refugees. So anyway, but we're, um, um, so yeah, I, I mean, I started with the one, uh, six months ago and now I got five. So about a the, van. The reason home. why I ask is because it just kind of shows the, the need of this, of well, yeah, right. Because yeah. I always thought and need maybe and off. foolishness. Right, right. I mean, right. that's what it shows. It shows <laughs> there's a big need and there's a and there's pretty <laughs> fat, foolish guy sitting, uh, yeah, sitting across from you. So, but yeah. the the maybe I'm wrong on the number, but I always thought that 
I always said there's a good 30% of employees out there that we're losing because there's no transportation. Oh, definitely. Uh, Easy. And yes. uh, yeah. it just kind of goes to show how uh, big this need is, especially with, you know, employers, you know, right. throwing their hands up and saying, oh, we're struggling. We can't find people. Right. And, right. Uh, they're there. It's just right. there's got to be creative ways of finding them. There's got to be creative right. ways of getting them to work and not just expect for them to like yeah. stroll into the the table and fill out the application like you, you know that's that's old school right, right. is that right mentality's that's, gone that's uh, that's old school i mean we literally and i'm sure you do too have employers that are like i just need somebody that'll be here every day yeah that's just it show up you know what they've done in their background i used to care i don't really care that much <laughs> yeah. i just need them here because we have this job that we have to get right. done and um and then i have you know I've been doing this for a long time. You and I are friends, you uh -huh. know, um, mutual respect on both sides. Uh, and and I've been in Des Moines, you know, for the whole time. But I, I literally have been calling other staffing services and letting them know about the program. Yeah. Because I'm like, you might have a client that needs 50 or 60 people. Yes. And you might be able to find 30 of them. And now you're like, oh, if only I had some way to get them there, I could get another 10 or 15. Yeah. Well, this is one way you could do it. Now it's, now it's, you take a hit in your gross margin and uh -huh. you can do it however you want. Um, um, you, you know, I don't charge any more for, to the client and I don't charge the candidate anything, but. You know, you could probably charge your client three percent more if you're telling them, you know, hey, I, I'm going to get them to you, get them to you, you know, or something. But, but it, it's I'm getting the word out that it's out there, you know, um, and in that um, uh, because, you know, we love to talk about helping the homeless and and everybody that we're giving a ride to now wouldn't have a job uh -huh. if it wasn't for the van. Yeah, I'm hundred percent you know, know that. Um, and that's a great story. And now we're starting to haul refugees, uh, um, uh, which is another community that's going to need transportation. Right, right. And, and, and um, but then we also want to want to think about how can we haul the community where you have two income or you have um, um, two parents, mm. But you only have one vehicle, but you want two incomes, you know, to try to get ahead, to try to, you know, yeah. well, to have that option that somebody can can work and get to work, even though there's only one vehicle between the two of them would uh -huh. be would be another uh, so the, place. the the job seeker, the employee doesn't pay anything. This is a they don't pay anything. What I we, we have built into our contract that we send um, um, because a client will pay us, it's $50 a week uh -huh. per rider. Okay. Um, um, and so the client pays that. Well, we have built into our contract um, with the client, the, the business, to say the first month you agree that you won't charge anything for the ride. Okay. After that, if you feel the need that you have to charge something for the ride, you can charge up to 25 or up to 50% for the ride okay. or $25. $25. Okay. This way, the, the person that's getting the ride um, uh, can, uh, um, 
uh, have a couple of paychecks under their belt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They have a little bit of cash. And $25, even though it's a little bit more than the bus, it's still a lot less than an Uber or right, some other right, form right. of transportation. And you're already doing it you know it's already kind of become a routine so so that way we're kind of making it that much more possible yeah you know for for a client um uh to do it because we want people to do it right um and i i do think it's going to be the future i mean we have so much transportation for medical needs and yes you know um those sorts of um uh, special needs needs um, um, nothing really for this type of thing. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's, I think it's something, you know, that's, that's coming. Um, and, uh, and I just, like I mentioned, I, I would love it to, I love to invent something that's kind of a blueprint, uh, for other cities to follow. Um, yeah. And, um, um, and, uh, in four ways that if a person wants to work, if you want to work, we, you, you can work. You there's, can work. There's a, there's a system in place that we can get yeah. you to work. And so, so that's, that's what we're trying to accomplish and so, and, with and it. And there's, there's a good chunk of people that, uh, will take that and say, yes, I need this opportunity. I need this. Right. I need well, this. when we were on the TV, you know, all these last couple of times and, uh, the news, then we just got phone call after phone call. You know, I live over here. Can you uh-huh. come pick me up? Yeah. Or I got an OWI. I need to ride to work and all that. And unfortunately, we're not designed for that. You know. So, so I w- that's a good question. Uh, so, mm-hmm. is there like, um, what do you call it, specific spots where the van gets and you right. got to get yourself there? Right. We're picking up over at the Bethel Mission. Uh, we're picking up out at the fort, and we're picking up downtown at the, the hub? across the street at the hub. Okay, is okay. Uh, is where we're picking up right now. And then if there's an area, like a lot of times refugees, for instance, will um, be housed in a in a in a couple block area. Yeah. Well, if it's five or more people that are going to the same spot, then we'll pick up in that area. Okay. But we just can't pick people up at their door. That's one of the reasons why people don't do this. Is is it's complex and, yes. and, and and you have a hard stop, you know, you gotta be at work at seven. Uh-huh. And so if people are picking you up, you know, one, one at a time, they got to start out at four 30 in the morning to get you at seven and the yeah. first and, on. and so it, it's gotta be a group thing. We're picking yeah. up a group of people here and a group of people there, and then we're taking it to work. And that's, that's how it works. And uh-huh. then at night, um, we drop them off at the same place that we picked them up, um, and um, and that that works pretty well. I think the well. next the next one is uh, daycare, right? <laughs> but well, that's another. Yeah, that I tell yeah. this story all the time. I'm yeah. like, I've been doing this for 18 years. Yeah, and single moms are come through the door more than anything else. Right, and the struggle of right. I gotta you know take care. I well, the system is set up right now that if you make too much money, then you lose mm-hmm. the help for daycare. Right. And then some, I've seen it happen where they decline a, a job offer or a, or a promotion mm-hmm. uh, because it's like, well, if right. I take this a dollar, two dollar pay, pay increase, mm-hmm. then I'll make too much and then I'll lose my daycare and I'm going to have to pay for daycare. Right. So there's a lot of catch 22 situations that right. happen. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And you and I, I mean, we spend an hour just talking about the systems and, and, uh, but, 
I, I, you know what, I try to describe to people that, you know, oh, why can't people get off um, aid altogether? You know, what, what's with uh, all this different aid that people get on? Uh-huh. Well, listen, if, if you're making, if you're making 50,000 a year and, and somebody comes along and says, I'll tell you what, I'll pay you 52,000. Congratulations. I'm going to pay you 52,000 a year. But because of that 52,000 a year increase, now you have to drop, you know, things like Hawkeye or, you know, other insurances that are out there, other little safety nets for you that you're already paying in something for. Uh But that two grand increase actually becomes an eight grand decrease. Right. And so the, there is not a lot of incentive to take that, you know, it's, it's like things are tiered a little bit. Um, and if you go a little over one of these tiers, uh-huh. it costs a heck of a lot of money, More. you know? And so, so it's, it's interesting. I mean, that's stuff that is beyond your, your and my pay grade, but it's, um, it is a, a, another issue. You know, you talk uh-huh. about daycare and, well, I want to work. I want to, you know, have the, you know, be off the system, and I don't like to be on, you know, the the, the food stamps, stamps and, uh-huh. and and everything. But it's going to cost me, you know, four hundred dollars a week for daycare for yeah. my two or three kids. And yeah. so, where in the hell am I going to find a job that pays me enough to not? Or where can we get low cost daycare from? And there right. are things out there, but all of them have some subsidies to them, and it's just it's. It's, it's a tricky, it's, it's a right? Tricky it's, deal. It's not a black yeah, and white. Yes, there's a You're lot lazy. Of, you just want to be, you know, hand out. Yeah. You know, right? Some people see it that way. Some people think it's like, oh, you like handouts, but right. they don't know that there's this right. it's, super great. It's such a simple answer. Yeah. Uh, for such a complex issue. Right. And uh, and so, and we're just, you know, we're digging around in it and doing what we can. Trying to see it. But so, I know you yeah. come from humble beginnings and I, I kind of like yeah. to tell people like, uh, when we moved to this country, we were on food stamps. You know, I remember yeah. when they still looked like money. <laughs> remember right. Remember that you right. would grab them? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we, you know, it says that it takes about almost 20 years for somebody to move out of poverty. Right. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, our parents moved to from California making four twenty five an hour uh-huh. to Perry, Iowa, which they were making eight fifty an hour. You know, now yeah. that I'm a parent, I'm like, yeah, you double your salary. Of course you're going to move. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, like, you know, now, you know, I'm a taxpayer. I, I yeah. you know, I'm a job creator. And yeah. um, so some of those safety nets, you know, they, they do work, you know, yeah. they do get people to right. kind of eventually now I'm, you right. know, uh, contributing to the right to the society, uh, right? I mean, I'm I'm a product of the system, and uh, my dad left uh, when I was two. My mom had five kids, all under the age of ten. I started life in a drawer. They didn't have a crib for me. My first six months, I lived in a drawer. I mean, and and so we were we were poor. Uh-huh. And then when my dad left, we were really poor. My mom had no skills and no anything. And so so she put herself through nursing school, became an LPN, and then uh, then an RN. And she, she tells the story that 
she probably would have been arrested for abuse uh, back in the day because she <laughs> she left us alone so many times, you know. But but that's what she had to do. Yeah. I mean, and, and she hated to be on food stamps. I don't know a lot of people that enjoy right. being on food stamps. Yeah. But you 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 have to you're pulling yourself out. The system is in place as a safety net. Um, that's why I have this hand up guarantee with my job van. That's what I believe in. I believe that people people need a hand up, not a handout. A uh-huh. handout is yeah. is cheap, you know. And uh, but a hand up uh, can be can be lasting and really do something for another human being. And and um, um, and we need more of that. You yeah, know, we need more systems. Not systems. I mean, what I do is not a system. It's just, you know. Uh, Like creative ideas, creative ways to fill in some of the cracks that maybe. uh, Because this is year one. I have a five-year goal for the job rides thing, but this is year one. and, And, you know, let's fill up the vans. Let's have 100 riders. That's my goal for Uh year one. And then, you know, down the road here in year one, I hope to figure out at least have one or two vans going at night um, and um, and figure that out a little bit. And then year two, we might have more more vans, you know, <clears throat> that are smaller and can take more people to different things, you know, and, and stuff. So, so it's, um, and then after that, we'll see, you know, see you how just kind of see how it unfolds. But... But definitely, um, if you, I mean, my ambition is if you want a job, I want to make for Des Moines, Iowa, that transportation isn't an issue. Right. I mean, uh, I mean, you, there might be other issues, but you can get there. That's the five-year goal. It, uh, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a hefty goal. It's a problem all over the place. And so, and I get it and people a lot smarter than I am, kind of took a crack at it, but but I'm I'm going to take a crack at it. Yeah, and see what happens? So what's well, working so far? Yeah, yeah. I need to get into the Amner uh, millionaire you know, <laughs> deal here. Get into your pockets a little bit and have you have you buy so me I a t- van. I told my, I told Laura, my wife, like, yeah, hey, yeah. have fun with the with the office. You know, like decorate it. Mm-hmm. Then it then uh, uh, it. It gives a uh, uh, Liberace Versace vibes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it does. It does. You're. I have no idea who that guy yeah, is. I but, say uh, he's my grandfather. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, it's that's a good conversation starter. The, the original torpedo. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, he does. He really draws your eye down there. Yeah, he's like, he's look, like, hey. Look at what I got going yeah. here. I mean, <laughs> this is a serious something. Can you see? It? Oh yeah, it's right here. Uh-huh. It? Yeah, it's yeah. right there. That's it. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it going <laughs> on for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so a good did conversation. You, did you started. tell everybody here uh, about your lunchbox that you used to bring into work? No, not no. Do you no. still have a lunchbox that you bring in? I sometimes bring uh, food, but yeah, I used to bring. <laughs> So I used to come into work with my lunch 
but it was like the kids' bag. So it's like Superman and uh, flowers, you know. So I never thought it was funny, but the dude uh, just kept seeing it. Oh, we thought it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. That was wonderful. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's good stuff. We had a lot of fun back then. That was back fun. In the day. Yeah, so, so I get a lot of people. So you obviously, you, you, you're a person with a big heart and you do things for the start off with the right reason and, um, and somehow they evolve into big things, right? Yeah. Uh, and I've tried myself to get involved in, in, in some, some stuff that means more than, than, right. than just for like self. Right. Right. Um, but so, so a lot of people ask me like, so, you know, I want to, I want to help. I want to get involved, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if people come up to you and ask you that. What no. advice would you give to somebody that's like wants to start something, wants to do something, but doesn't know how? And well, you know, you you gotta be, you gotta have a passion for. I mean, you hear this stuff all the time. You gotta right. have a passion for it. But, yeah, but you do. You have to have a passion for it. It can't be a passing fancy, because because once you start um, start the paperwork and be uh -huh. like, hey, I'm gonna be a business and those sorts of things, it gets real, real pretty quick you know you can start a business relatively cheap and you can do things um, um, but it's uh, it's one of those things where um, you you need to you need to want it right you know? um, uh, and uh, and it can't just be about money because money doesn't come um, um, for for a long time usually when you start um, when you start something from scratch right. it takes years for it to build up. You gotta, you know, hire somebody, and and uh, and then you gotta pay them before you pay yourself, and uh -huh. all those other things, and so, so it's, um, uh, so it can't all be about, you know, oh, I got a great idea, and I'm gonna make a million dollars, you know, in, over the next couple of years, because those are the folks that burn out real quick, right? Um, um, because it is, it it can be very hard, um, but you know, if you're passionate and you're patient and then you find others around you that you trust that, you know, I've got this idea. What do you think? How uh -huh. does this work? You know, um, and you, you just kind of listen to folks that aren't just, oh, that's a dumb idea. Why would you ever want right, to do that? Right, 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 right. You know what? Nobody, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is somebody that would just give you some honest, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. Here's a couple of things you might want to think about, uh -huh, and, you know, uh -huh. and then do your research. I mean, we're so, I mean, it's, we're so blessed to have things like Google and all this information yeah. at our fingertips. Sometimes we have too much information. <laughs> you can, you can argue six different sides to have an argument. All you gotta do is Google and you, you can have all your, all the arguments that you want, but, and then you just kind of have to go for it. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you just have to have to dive in the deep end and, and go, you know, I don't know anything about transportation. Right. I mean, yeah. and so, so or relays, right? Or, or relays. Yeah. I was the, I was the founder and race director of the world's longest relay run. Uh -huh. I didn't start out knowing that I was going to be the world's longest relay. Right. Run. The next longest was in France. Because you have people coming uh, for different parts of the world. For, yeah, for the relay. yeah. We had people coming from different different parts. <coughs> I had no idea. I didn't know anything about it. I was right. just like, huh, I wonder if we could do this. this you like didn't start idea. off saying, I want to be the biggest. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Uh, you don't, you just kind of do it. And you, yeah. um, um, and, uh, and a lot of times it's something that you just... 
it's got to stick in your craw a little bit. Um, I don't know what the right Spanish word for craw. <laughs> I don't even know in English. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, a craw yeah, is. You see, English. this is the kind of stuff we used to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in your throat, in your throat. You got to kind of stick right there. Oh, not, okay. Not not on the top of you, like you're choking more uh-huh. in the voice box uh-huh. area. So, um, and you just got to really kind of you got to want it. So, so yeah. So that's so that's the, one of those the key things. is. Uh, no matter what it is, it, it, you have to have it. It has to come from inside. It right. can't be superficial, or it can't be right. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then, and then, uh, you know, um, try to have rich friends. That yeah. always helps. You <laughs> <Yes>. know, um, <laughs> yeah. If you don't have any money yourself, surround yourself. Surround yourself. Money. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's always a good one. So I, that's a good I advice. Am, then surround I yourself am, with people that have more I, money. Than I, I, if if I had a a goal of being a millionaire, I have shot very short <laughs> of that goal. So. I just, uh, I get $2. I got to give one away, man. I got too much guilt. So, uh, so yeah. Do you still take rides with your, uh, Indian? Oh yeah. Yeah. I love my Indian. Yeah. I, uh, um, uh, my wife accuses me of buying my, um, uh, co-riders, uh, more, uh, more, uh, better presence. Than oh I, my uh, God. Yeah, Come yeah, on, Bill. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, I love my Indian. I've been all over the place. Uh, and, uh, we're uh, we're thinking of where we're going to ride this next year, but uh, I love it, and I, I was fortunate enough to remarry and marry a gal that uh, just uh, just loves to ride. You know, she awesome. was she was your classic, uh, telling all of her kids um, never ever ever get on a motorcycle. They're death traps. Uh-huh. And then our second date, I'm like, hey, you want to go for a motorcycle ride? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, that was that was hard. <laughs> well, so, one, one yeah. of these days, I'll get to Bill, Bill status and give me some kind of uh, yeah. uh, motorcycle. Yeah. Well, and anytime, man. You. There's, uh, you know, there's a club. There's always a club. You know, we'll, we'll give you shit for... I'm, for a, for a long time, I'm thinking first know? I'll start with like a moped, you know, very like <laughs> Italian. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to do that. You don't, you, you, uh, you don't want to do that. Because the smallest you want to get is a Sportster. And then okay. after that, you're. Uh, but no, I I love my Indian. You know, it's it's um they stopped making them. Um, they, this particular okay. kind, this old fashioned looking one, and uh, and so we're I got to really hang on to it. You know, when Ooh, I'm 100 years okay. old, it might be worth something. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uh, so we'll see about that, but uh, but no, this. Uh, well, Bill, this I mean, uh, uh, I think you and I, throughout the time that we worked together, we sat down and we talked about everything, politics and right. you know, business and staffing and right, uh, inappropriately. <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally not. Yeah, yeah. not anything. An HR yeah. director would have. <laughs> would have done themselves <laughs> in. I mean, if they would have heard our so, conversation. But, so. um, but I've always took away your approach to not only business, but to life. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, when I had the festival, you were always sponsoring it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that, you know, I've kind of moved on from that too and passed it along. So, um, so I don't know. I, I, I can't thank you enough for, for me running into you or oh, uh, and, uh, yeah. and no, teaching me a lot of things that maybe no. you were like Mr. Miyagi. You didn't even know you were teaching me, but you yeah, were teaching me. I, I, there's a lot of things that I'm like, Bill used to do this. Bill, you know, uh-huh. like this is what Bill would say. This is what yeah. Bill would do. So, yeah, Bill's an idiot. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank you for that and yeah, thank you no, for uh, thank you. coming and talking mm-hmm. to me and yeah. telling us about this new project that you have. And we're yeah. going to have to keep talking 
you know, so Wonderful. we can see what, what Wonderful. else we can do. Well, so. one of these days, you know, I'd love to come back. We can have our, our politic talk. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm always, you know, I'll leave you with this. I, you know, because the Ukraine is, is heavy on my mind right now. Uh-huh. You know, I get fired up about stuff like that. A big bully coming along and trying to, trying to take over another country. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? But I really have a hard time, and this is just me thinking out loud, but I, I really have a hard time understanding how the Ukrainian deal and the refugees that we're going to get from Ukraine mm, yeah. are that much different than Guatemalan refugees right. coming from civil war and running for their life. Right. You know, I don't know why we don't give the same status to people coming from the south fleeing war right that we are given to people that are coming from the european nations fleeing war yes I just uh, you know we need people i always i'm a big you know give us your tired your poor your huddled masses wanting to be free i mean that's what i really believe the united states should be about and i'm always fascinated by that and i hopefully we get a lot of ukrainian um uh, people here we need we need the hands we need uh-huh. the, the uh the, the the folks that can contribute to all those things but i'm i i'm always disappointed when i when i see these things and think okay let's bring them in well what about what about the folks you know that are fleeing you know uh-huh. these, these, these what these, is these, by these, the way death you know, uh, traps down in the down in the southern hemisphere. Right. I mean, they're running for their life. Let's let yes. them come in. So, like, uh, um, Juarez is one of the most dangerous. More dangerous. Juarez is border with uh, San Antonio, El Paso. So Juarez, El Paso. Okay. El Paso. Yeah. But Juarez is more dangerous than Iraq. Like, oh yeah. Yes. So so the you, whole border. So so I went. Are you saying Metamor Metam Metamoros Mexico? Is Matamoros, that? Matamoros, Tamaulipas. Tamaulipas. Okay. Because I I spent a spring break um, down in, uh, uh, <laughs> in Matamoros, down in Matamoros, and uh, I got to tell you, I, I wasn't running for my life down there. Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> no, that was a party yeah, scene. It was, uh, yeah. Now somebody could have easily killed me down yeah because i was i was half passed out yeah but it, but the, uh, you probably were in the touristic, touristic i was area. i was definitely a tourist <laughs> i was definitely yes yes yeah, the, so. the, the the immigration and uh refugee and you know welcoming kind of mentality is also one of those it's not that black and white you know there's right. push factors that happen that create this mm-hmm. you know flow of of yeah people. but that could be another full-on oh. Uh, episode yeah, yeah we get we get uh i mean this is how it used to be with us we'd uh, we'd pick a subject and then we yeah we'd talk it to death and yes. realize we couldn't do anything yeah. about it yeah sure <laughs> just, like, huh, yeah so yeah. that's that huh, huh. Well, what do you know <laughs> we we agree on this um there's so nothing now we can do yeah, there's nothing we can do about it so yeah no but this has been wonderful thank you yeah. so much i appreciate your thank hospitality you, yes it's, yes yes uh, it's it's great to be here great i wish you all the success in the world thank you. and um and i love that cup and, yeah uh, that's very neat um, <laughs> um and uh uh and so anything that i it can was do a gift to, from an employee Really? Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. This is what people don't understand. Like, this business is very, like, uh-huh. you get things, like yeah. tamales, you get food. And, yeah, uh, this was somebody, somebody tamales. sent it, and uh, they... 
tamales must, yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. 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 So Man, we'll have to do it again. Okay, buddy. Um, come up with another <laughs> no profit, another reason that oh, you take yeah. care. I'll and just then we'll ditch this one. And yeah. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll shoot basketballs for money or something and, uh, and uh, figure it out. I want an ice cream eating one, you know. And then A contest? Could, yeah, like an ice cream eating contest for, uh, for, for dollars or something. So we'll figure something out. So, awesome. Anyway, all right. Thank, thank you very much, man. Bill. Yep, thank you. Bill Rain. Okay, so I wanted to say something. I owe him a lot of whatever success I'm having to him because, like, the way that he is as a human, like, that's kind of, like, the way that I kind of want to approach everything in business and everything like that. So philosophy, like, even though he doesn't come off as this philosophical person and stuff like that, like like we said earlier, very um, effortlessly he's approaching life and business in his own way and he's having success. So I owe him a lot to that because, like, I learned that from him. So mm -hmm. I took it from him. So I wanted to say that about Bill. He's a good guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Doing good things. Um, what do you do? Good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what good do you do for humanity? I, I chop this uh, podcast. <laughs> to put it out. Yeah. In the, Brought to, to put you it, by to put it me. Out. Okay. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I do. Uh, you do karate. Know, you do, do karate. teach. You do I teach, teach I the teach, youth. Uh, children. You do yeah. teach youth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You teach them. Uh, Some uh, people are like, why? Um, yeah. But I mean, people have their roles, and yeah, people assume their roles, and that's your thing. And that's right. one of the things that we talked about, right? Like, some people want to get into like, how do I contribute? How do I participate? How do I give back? How do I do this? And I don't think, like, you got to find it. Like, I think it finds you, and then you just mm. go for it, yeah. you know? Yeah, So um, your thing is karate, which we put a karate video together that Coming we'll be soon. putting out. Yeah. Uh, where Kenji and his master, right? Right. My, my uh, Shihan. Shihan. Yeah, which would be kind of the equivalent. Shihan is, like, master. the top. top. Right. You can't get any higher no, than that. No, you can get higher than Shihan. I what? just don't know. Like, there's, there's more. Oh, okay, okay, but there's he's more. the he's the highest up in our right organization. Okay, yeah. all right. Mm -hmm. And he he spent like a good forty five minutes kicking your ass. Basically. Right, right. Not like uh, beating me up, but sort of beating me up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were um, dying. Yes, I was dying in, inside and outside. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be a fun a fun video that yeah, you I put think out. so. Yeah. I think it'll, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. If you hate me, you're going to have even more fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you hate this asshole, this asshole that is funny, this funny this asshole. This funny asshole. Uh, you're, I think it's going to be fun. And then if we'll keep, like, we're going to do yoga, uh, yeah. boxing, MMA stuff. Yeah. So we'll this should be fun, it. man. We'll I'm looking it. forward to it because... I'm the cameraman, so I'm going to be enjoying this. Right. No, and, and it was pretty obvious. Pretty yeah. obvious. <laughs> It'll be very obvious for everyone. That I'm enjoying That it, you yeah. were enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So good people, funny people, um, great humans. Uh, Bill Rin is one of them. So I want to thank him for, for coming over um, and, uh, you know, telling us all about his projects and um, share this. If you watch this, if you 
Like it. Yeah, comment, give us a share. like, comment. Let us know what you think. Yeah, tell people about it. Yeah, and comment. Yeah. You should comment. Yeah, say something. Even if it's like hate. Yeah. Comment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys soon with more episodes. So thank you, everybody. And we'll be back someday. I need to get an outro going. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pew, 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 pew. This is the switch, 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 change, change. Pew, pew. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the helicopter. <laughs> 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 that should be yours. <laughs> you know what this is, Liliana? <laughs>